Oh, don't act like you've been here Welcome for ages, Jeremy. This week brought to you by Million Dollars But The Game. What would you do for a million dollars? This card game from Rooster Teeth puts your morals, imagination, and friendship to the test. Check it out at mdbgame.com. We have a lot more to say about that sponsor later in this episode. Spoilers. You guys. We do about anything for a million dollars. <laughs> you guys. What's up, Gus? Except yeah, turn up yeah, on time, been apparently. Been here, right? I'm, yeah. I'm Gus. Ashley. Jeremy. Ryan. And Gus. Flip. Oh, you already flipped it. I'm you on guys, it. man. Bam. Ryan showed up 15 seconds before go live. Jeremy ran up here while the intro was playing. <laughs> you probably You're, made it here two seconds and I got ago. Here. You're lucky that intro is as long as it is. Yeah, I know it really was. Like, I it's sat down as enough. the camera turned on. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, no, waste, we were, uh, we were busy. no time. We were uh, no time. filming some uh, got VR new, the Champions. Yeah, got a new VR the Champions done. Well, you guys aren't playing Overwatch? Well, we've been playing that too. As has everyone else in the no world. No one in this I haven't office been playing in a ton, is talking about, like, no one is talking about anything but Overwatch. Yeah, it's... Overwatch, it's am I right? Hey. The game is so good. It is really good. It's the, the real tell for this game will be how long's the uh, how long can it keep going. I mean, That's it's really one. enjoyable, but it does the one thing. That being said, Team Fortress right. 2 did the one thing. It's so just, much later. And it does the one thing really well. Yes. It's just about hitting a, a cadence of good of a good update cycle mm -hmm. and making sure that things are refreshed. I mean, they're already talking about, you know, what's going to hit in the first big update. Uh, what are they adding? Is it the competitive mode that they're adding back in? Yeah, it's uh, not there now. Competitive mode's mode. coming back in the first update. I assume it's like a ranked play, right? Yeah. So and right now it's it's just like a casual, basically. Now that they'll add a ranked playlist. Ooh. And Blizzard's traditionally very good at doing updates for a very long time for their games. Yeah. And they said that uh, this this will be uh, sometime towards middle to end of June. So within a month, they're going to have. There uh, it is. He's playing as uh, what's the name of that guy? Something Rat. Oh, what was it? Oh, Junk Rat. Junk, junk rat. rat. I fucking hate that tire. The tire is the Junk Rat tire is brutal. It's like, like uh, oh my god. I can't. I can't ever shoot it. It gets me every fucking time. Yeah, it's it's nuts. I tried him out for the first time the other day. I usually play uh, seventy six. So uh, boring. Do you like doing everything boring in your life? Yeah. Ooh. I, that's honestly why I like it because it's just like it's just like playing a shooter. And I'm it like, I'm good at this. I can FPS. do this. <laughs> I will say this game. Uh, I've tried it on both platforms. On uh, well, I both. played on Xbox One and PC. So I played on console and PC. It is an extremely different game on PC than it is on console. Well, Arguably, because much on, better. On PC, it's, uh, it's a lot faster paced and it's more twitchy, right? Whereas console, you really can't do twitchy with the it's with the controller. controller. Yeah. So they've I'm I'm I, personally impressed that they've made the adjustment between the platforms yeah. and that it's still a good experience. Both I feel ways. like they both play well. The console version is old man mode. <laughs> and the PC version is I can still play games. I can still it, hang. Right. It's like one, once I start, like my reflexes start slowing down. It's like, all right, it's time to retire to the console. Or console is also the I had one too many beers mode. I like uh, it. That's, I like it. Mod. that's so, how I'm usually playing my. What game. we're saying is I should get it on console. If that's uh, if you don't want to do that, uh, it's it's such a frenetic pace. Ooh, look at you uh, using your vocabulary yeah, to learn things. Were that's you, what the show's all about. Were you reading a dictionary right, up no, until you ran on stage? No, I just frantic last frantic week. is what I, I misused it last week. Ah. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it feels so much faster and it's it's odd because your character doesn't move any faster on the PC. It's just your frame of you reference moves fast. around so much faster. Yeah, and everyone's does, so everything is just flying everywhere all the time. Whereas yeah. console, it's a lot more linear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're almost like when you're playing console, when you're looking at your enemies, you're a lot more focused on like the cone in front of them, mm -hmm. you know, versus, you know, full situational awareness. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, it comes with that like relearning to actually shoot mm -hmm. with a mouse. I would not really want to attempt to play with a controller on PC. No. Versus no. what I've no. seen. Yeah. No, absolutely not. I mean, you could. I mean, that's that's what a lot of things are, are driving towards. That a lot of them are, are built geared for a controller. Maybe, it, but not competitive shooters. Right. That's true. Yeah. When it comes to shooting, you can't match what a keyboard and mouse can do. Like, I mean, the mouse is just so precise, like every little movement. Yeah, I feel like there's a reason there aren't more cross-platform games, mm -hmm. as, like shooters in particular, that like console versus PC, uh, because, I mean... PC players, they have there's so much more precision to the keyboard and mouse, mm -hmm. yeah. and that's not a knock on controllers because personally I find controllers very comfortable, very easy to use for long periods of time. I mean, most of the time I'm playing PC games, I'm probably got a controller hooked up, but I mean for for just for like competitive shooters, yeah, nothing touches keyboard and mouse. Mm -hmm. I think you know 
the the best example of that right now is Rocket League as far as the cross platform mm-hmm. and that's you know not really affected by you know look speed i think you know the one advantage you would get in Rocket League is being able to look around more quickly but there's a dedicated you know ball camera button yeah it's like you could toggle between that and, and i don't know if it's just me but it's always seems like any game that involves driving is much easier on a controller than it is with a yeah. keyboard. I would agree with that too. Yeah, it's something about it just makes sense in your input. brain with the analog. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's driving in GTA Five without using some sort of stick or pedal or something is just not good because it's like it, imagine driving in real life and the only settings you had in your car are off or full throttle. Yeah, and and that's not how that, it works. Isn't that how everyone drives? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Don't you no, live in Austin? Good, yeah. <laughs> no, that's just off. It's coasting you have on both, idle. You have both feet down you and you're just doing this. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, obviously, controllers still have a place in the world. It's just not for this game. So, anyway, though, let's back up and actually, for anybody that hasn't played it yet, I'm sure there's a few of you out there. So, it is a... Uh, What's it's Overwatch, a, Ryan? It's like a 6v6. We've only been talking about it for <laughs> months. I know, yeah, but there's still people that may not have played it. I mean, there were several open betas. You had lots of shots. You're, you're you're frowning, but it's a I thing. I don't know who. Like happen. on top of the open betas, Look, our marketing campaign's been everywhere. We're not going to yeah. judge them. Okay? But some people I'm, don't believe in hey, shots. Hey, 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 hey! I'm judging. Have not played it. It's a six v six objective based shooter. Well, there's never there's not a team deathmatch uh, that ever comes up. I don't think. No, I don't think I don't kill think tracking is, is not really mm-hmm. that important. It's always a capture the hill. There's like escort missions. Really, if anything that, that I'm looking forward to in in that game growing, it's adi- uh, the addition of more game types. Yes, because right now, in, like, what am I? Am I missing any? That's like so. There's a game type where there's a hill, a central hill that everyone tries to take. Yeah. There's a game type where there's a like a car or something that everybody on one team is trying to by staying close to it push it over a finish line. And the other team is just, if they get close to it, they can actually push it back or just stop it from moving forward. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's like, you have to take two points from the right. end. Right. Yeah. Like, but that's just like King of the Hill with, with a hill. With then two yeah. points, yeah. And, and one's on attack and one's on defense, whereas the other one, they're yeah. both on attack. Well, that would, the, the important distinction there is that it's, it's a static defensive position, and the defensive team gets a head start on setting up defenses before the offense can start. Mm-hmm. Right. They can figure out the best placement for their six bastions. Oh my god! <laughs> so that, that's my biggest complaint right now with Overwatch is when I play with other people, the fucking dumbass character choices they make. Mm-hmm. I was uh, on an attack side of a, a game the other day. We had what do we had? We had three tanks and two Black Widows. Oh my god! On attack? On attack? Yeah. I was like, guys, are we really gonna do this? Well, of course, we got our ass kicked. Of course, we got our ass kicked. Three Ryan. I think they were all three Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like, oh wow. awesome. This is a fucking great team. You see what the other people are playing. So did the Reinhardts all go like back to back and form a circle no, of impenetrable fuck wall? No. These people were so stupid. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw their goddamn shield once. <laughs> so I mean and that's of course like the frustration. It's like when you're not playing with a group or people you know, yeah. it's like people are just gonna fuck around. That's why and do I like uh, playing that game with Jack. Oh, Jack yeah, is he's always, always a, healer. a support healer. Mm-hmm. And he's really good at it. <laughs> yeah, I like I'll play Mercy a lot just because I mm-hmm. see like the, the game tells you, like, when you're setting up your team, like, too few offense, too many tanks, or, you know, no support hero. If, like, I'll play whatever. Like, that's why, like, I don't have a, a regular character I play. Mm-hmm. I just, whatever it tells me that we need, that's what I'm going to play. You're the hole filler. Right. Which it's Oh, yeah. A, hey. Huh? I'll fill your hole. Gasserola fills your holes. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's amazing in that game how the balance between the different classes makes such a huge impact on how your team does. I've been in a couple situations where uh, the team was really down and we didn't have... A support character, so I would switch to a support, and all of a sudden, just having that backup, like uh, especially if I, I like to use Lucio, who has a he's mm-hmm. all area of effect, basically healing or speed. Yeah, so he's great for you. Start him off if we're like trying to rush a point. You start him off boosting your entire team, so your team gets there faster. Then you switch him to healing, and he can just heal everyone anywhere nearby. Or his super is to give everyone around him a shield. Mm-hmm. So, so having really that. Super. Just there, yeah. And he's got a really powerful attack, too. Uh, I, d- I discovered, actually, as someone used him very well against me, a lot of the maps have holes or ledges. His secondary attack is just a repulsion beam. It just knocks you up back. Mm-hmm. He was just knocking me off the ledge right and left. It's like, oh, it's a great way to apply that character's power. Mm-hmm. But having that balance, if you don't have it, your team is screwed. And just one person, even if they're not great at it, just being there to provide that support can really tip the balance. Yeah, I think uh, that's one of the reasons that Blizzard said that they did not conceive of Overwatch as a free-to-play game uh, and locking certain characters out is because they wanted the dynamic of 
mid-match character changes. You know, being able to like read the flow of the game, and if you know, if you need support, switching mm-hmm. to support. If you need more offense, switching to that, and like trying to make it a much more dynamic uh, game as a result. And if you have characters locked out, then it's a lot harder on a free-to-play right. uh, platform mm-hmm. to do that. I do find it interesting. I feel like, um, do you guys remember Shadowrun? Mm-hmm. That's that poor game. I feel for it because it seems like it was just, it was just a generation too early. Because when that game came out. And it didn't have a single-player campaign. It was just multiplayer matches only. People threw a fucking fit. They were so angry that you could pay money for this game that didn't even have a campaign. Well, with Shadowrun, that was a slightly different thing, though, because people have been waiting for a good Shadowrun game for years. I mean, fans of the original, you know, it's based on RPG and and book series. Yeah, but of course, I mean, there are the... Plenty of Shadowrun games on PC now. Well, there are now. Yeah, when that came out, there was just the NES version. Thinking back to that time, you know, it's like they took an RPG heavy Mm -hmm. game and they're like, "All right, online FPS shooter only." People are like, "What?" Yeah, (laughs) it's just like a weird genre crossover. But I see what you mean. But you're right; people were upset about that. And there was another game I feel like at the time that came out around then. Yeah, it was like people were just (laughs) fucking upset about that. It was like they there there was no. Nothing they could do on their own. They had to rely on playing with other people. Yeah, and you know, I mean, that's a that's a complaint that I still um, can be on board with. One of the reasons that I haven't really got into Overwatch, despite all the amazing things I hear about it, is that I'm in this weird phase of my gaming life where I just like I hate people. <laughs> I don't want to deal with anybody. I don't want to play games with anybody. I just want to go in my little world. I want to have my experience, and everyone can just. Fuck right off. <laughs> Stardew Syndrome. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> Stardew Valley talking. That, and also, I've just started playing Stellaris. Oh. So, which, I mean, I know that has... How is that? Thing. Oh, my God. I'm... I've... All right, what is spent, that? Okay, I'm so, so excited about it. I, I bought it, and I haven't... I installed it. I still haven't launched it. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm not very far into it. I'm like an hour in, and it's... I'm still, like, clicking around being like, is there a tutorial here? Is there a tutorial here? It is a space-based... 4X RTS. Okay. So, um, you know, you start off, you can choose various factions and then go out and conquer the universe. Uh, And I have decided to be mammals because I think they're cute. Uh, and it's because you are. We mammal. are, yeah. Um, yeah I believe that's a prejudice built in. Mammals. Yeah. You mean like but, lizards? And uh, stuff? Yeah. No, they kind of look like sure. weirdly like hedgehog bears. Hedgehog bear. That Hedgehog sounds bears. fucking adorable. Super freaking cute, man. <laughs> There's uh, all the different empires have their various um, affinities. There's one that's avian, one that's that looks like the descendants of Cthulhu. There's Squidward. Uh, Squidward. <laughs> um, they're all doctors. They're terrible at it. It's weird. Um, there's one that's fungus-based. Mm. Um, there are two different human factions. One is um, like a, a xenophile faction, which is inclusive, every, be nice to everybody, all the races are valuable. And then there's a xenophobe faction, which is now fuck everybody that's not us. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much how which, humanity would go. Sure. Exactly, right? So I like it. Um, so there's a, a bunch of different factions, and they all have their different values. Um, I think they're called empires. But um, I chose one that's like materialistic, but they're pretty nice. So like overall to the various ones, and they're pacifists, and also they're really cute. And I was like... <laughs> eh, it's like my first game. I'm gonna lose on my first game. I'm gonna get beat into the ground by the universe. So I'll just do what. But then you learn. Fun. Yeah, exactly. That's how history goes. I'm not yeah. planning on beating it my first time around. <laughs> so does it have a like a research tree? I mean, is it? Yeah, it's kind got of equitable. Equitable? Ugh. Equitable? Equitable? No, that's, no. that's not equivalent? right. Equivalent? Equivalent? That's uh, man, um, equitable is, is little, like ec- like it equates equitable. to. That's that's what's like going for, but I don't something. think it's right. No, no, no. Let's yeah. just roll with it. Okay. okay. Look, language is fluid. I didn't get away with it last week, but I, I, maybe this week. Um, Langu- language is it's is living. It's yeah, an organism. Yeah, it's like and Shakespeare. He the just definitions it. depend upon how we use them. That's I don't use so now words it's equitable. I make my words uh, exactly. So is it is it kind of like civilization where you have research trees that unlock things? How's how's combat re- resolved? Yes. Um, yeah. Like you know, you you have your various units. You build your ships. You put them into fleets. You go out. You can uh, research different planets. Sometimes you'll find various resources on them. Then you set up, you know, construction or research or whatever on those different planets. You can do colony ships and colonize the planets that are friendly to you know they're they're habitable. They're open to um, it. Yeah. You know, I've uh, 
first thing in the tutorial, you discover a race of amoebas that live on gases. Oh, gassy amoebas. Gassy amoebas. It's like the first thing, and I'm like, space. Sounds like a disappointment. Sure. It's very exciting. <laughs> is, it, uh, um, is it combat just like a kind of RNG or... Um, I'm still working on that part. Okay. I'm still trying to, I'm yet. still trying. Yeah. Here's the thing. I've, like <laughs> I said, I've been in this tutorial for like an hour. Um, I'm still trying to like, I'm clicking around literally going, I have no idea what I'm doing. I think <laughs> I've researched a bunch of shit. I'm pretty sure I've analyzed all the planets in my star system. And now it's telling me to like, take my science ship and go find another system. But first I have to figure out how the fuck to research. It's like, move uh, on. FTL travel. Seriously, get out. <laughs> so it's. Every layer of the game that I find is one of those like uh oh moments. Like, oh man, now it turns I now have to go and I need to manage the employment levels on my oh, planet. God. And I have to keep them all I have to <laughs> keep them all busy and doing stuff. That they're, sounds so they're horrible holding, to me. They held yeah. elections for a new leader and they elected one of my primary scientists. So that dude stopped fucking researching for me. I had to go research recruit someone else. To finish the research is bullshit. Wait a minute, aren't you playing Papers, Please? Yeah. Totally different. What, what are you talking about? That's even more minutiae than what she's describing. No. Well, yeah, that's for one that's person, not for a whole planet. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I'm not managing is... what they're doing. I'm just telling that person to get the fuck out. Right, it's like, no, the stamp doesn't match. Yeah, get out of yeah. here. Fuck off. Yeah, Cards, so, it's, it's the paperwork version of Cake Mama. This is, um, I get the feeling this is going to be a very hard game, and it's going to eat up an awful lot of my life just as soon as I figure out what I'm doing. Yeah, it's there it's a go. game I, I I didn't know a lot about and I got really excited about once it launched. Yeah, uh, it, it ha came out with stellar user reviews. Mm -hmm. Absolutely stellar. It's one of those like 98% positive ones where you go, well, m people must be onto something here. Yeah, so like, let's figure it out. I, I bought it and I thought, I don't have 100 hours to spend right now, but <laughs> I might at, at some point. It's like, so I'm just going to install it and I'll get around to it later the steam syndrome so yeah I'm, I'm really excited about it It reminds me of an old um game i saw at pax years ago i don't think it ever ended up coming out it was called like novus eterno which seemed very similar to did that never come out i don't think it, it ever sounded came out. really really familiar it seems very similar Maybe we just talked about it never coming out stellaris yeah well um uh grinning moose 89 on twitter says i wouldn't call stellaris an rts it belongs to its own category Grand strategy. Oh, Damn. genre defying. GS. Yes. The whole Grand. new Gamer strategy. Score. Oh, yeah. wait, go ahead. I still want to know if there's a tactical level to it. So if, if it's like uh, you actually fight the battles, or is it just my fleet hits your fleet and my fleet had bigger numbers, so your fleet loses? So I want to um, uh, report back on know, that. We'll do. We'll do. I, I get the feeling this is going to be one of those games that I talk about. Every week for the next couple months. So did you next just time, once I'm once I'm out of the tutorial mode, I might even we've got the HDMI cable here, so we can pull up live gameplay whenever we want. Now, uh, I may treat everyone to like a tour of my universe, very similar to a tour of Joe the Farm. Here's the sprinklers that basis. water the amoebas. Yeah, exactly. The gas sprinklers. You can't put this water is, on gas amoebas. This is their space <laughs> platform feeding gas trough. It's just <laughs> methane trough. coming out of it. Like, so it seems like. I'm reading up on it. It says the, that the combat takes place in real time, but it's mostly out of the player's control. Okay. You direct your fleet towards or away from the enemy. There's no control over individual ships. Each fleet shown on the screen has a strength number, which represents the power of the fleet, uh, measured by the combined offensive strength of all the ships in the fleet. And it's a rough guide to the powers. And it's not, but I'm it's fine not with that. Like I mean, that's all civilization. The fleet with the resolved. power. What power? Yeah. So is it like the fleet with a higher power will always win? Not always. Ooh. There's still some some randomness. Yeah, because I guess like there, there there could be some weapons that aren't suited for that they have that aren't suited for right, combating like, the type so of ship. If you have a fleet against. of like fourteen power and there's one with like four hundred, you could fly in and be like, you might be. Well, you're saying one. there's a chance. <laughs> you might be the one. <laughs> there's, there's a possibility. Seems like that might, but I can <laughs> see you know that like capital ships may not deal well with swarms of small ships where you're fine losing 50% of the ships as long as you take down the dreadnought. That is a horrible thing for a leader to say. <laughs> We're fine if we lose look, like 50% no, no, of no, the ships. Your lives are important to me, but Half of Here, you will come back. slightly less than... Here's the thing. It just means that the 50% that are left have that much more battle experience and are likely oh, to come out the next outmatched battle alive. They get intact. the 1 AXP to add gotta, to like foothills. You gotta okay. sort out the, the wheat from the chaff. <laughs> There you go. And you do that by uh, shoving them all at a dreadnought and saying, good luck. 
you put your space hedgehog bears into a uh-huh. <laughs> into a spaceship and you point them at the enemy. And well, you, they, and you say, go them bite them. It. Bite them. Give them rabies. Maul them. Space rabies. <laughs> Ride the amoeba. Well, I'm, I guess I'll have to check that out. Does, do you think it'd run on a laptop or is it... I'm running it on this. Um, okay. I don't know how that's going to scale uh-huh. once it gets out of tutorial level uh, numbers of ships and such and into actual game. I actually, I actually have the system requirements right here hey. from your Steam page. The system requirements are interesting to me because they list AMD processors first before the Intel processors. I feel like you always see the Intel. You know, maybe they like AMD better. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak Intel to you. Okay. Uh, That's the ones I understand. Speak Intel at me, Gus. Recommended is 3.3 gigahertz i3, 2100. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, I think you'd, you'd probably find yeah. uh, memory, 4 gigs of RAM. Graphics recommended is a GTX 560 Ti. Wow. Okay. okay. I'm yeah, sending you guys a picture mm-hmm. of my badger dogs. Your badger dogs? But I thought they were that's hedgehog not, bears. Is that it? Hedgehog bears. Well, sometimes Whatever. they're badger dogs. <laughs> badger dog, hedgehog bear. It's pretty close. They're that's, pretty cute. I mean, I'm sending it. Um, I'm going to send it uh, to Tyler on Slack. Yes, hedgehog bear was a really good description of what I just saw right there. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah now gonna, I can't wait to see. I'm going to. I'll read this while they okay. they pull it up. Want to remind everyone? This episode of the patch is brought to you by Million Dollars But the Game. Hey. Million Dollars But the Game is a game that puts your morals and imagination to the test, posing the question. What would you do for a million dollars? Players create players create <laughs> scenarios by combining You're a trigger right, and a rule card to correct. showcase what they would or would not do for a big hunk of cash. For example, a million dollars, but every time you see a store having a sale, you poop your pants a little bit. Visit mdbgame.com to take part in the Kickstarter and get your deck today. It's mdbgame.com. Thank you, Million Dollars, but the game for Hashtag sponsoring this episode of the patch. Unrelated, but don't we a have bill. a sale in the store right now? Oh, do we? Y'all just pooped. Oh, yeah. Oh, ha. oh, got it, got it. There we go. I feel like this game could also, <laughs> no. it has the potential of being like a uh, an alternate version of Never Have I Ever, because you might discover someone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's what happens. That's you, fine with you, me. You don't, that doesn't happen to, yeah, yeah no, me either. Like I, I Poop I my pants a little bit? I'm into I, that. I mean, yeah. that's uh, never tickled. I read, uh, totally unrelated to video games, but somewhat related to yeah. what you just said, and we'll get to your hedgehog bear in a minute. Um, <laughs> I read a really interesting story about a week ago, maybe, uh, yeah, about a week ago, about this guy who was 30 years old, and he realized, like, I tell you, oh, yeah, 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 think about a beach. Oh. And you picture a beach in your head. There was a story about a 30 year old guy who realized he doesn't do that. He didn't realize that when most people think of something, they form like a mental image of it. I, what? So he just hears a word and he's like, he, he thinks of a word. The, the yeah. concepts. He's like, okay, yeah. there's sand, there's water, there might be a tree there, but he's not picturing well, it. Well, do you do that? I mean, because that's, I mean, I can form a mental image, but when someone says something at me, I don't immediately form right. an but image. But if you're like thinking but about something. But some people something. do. Like, you, that's don't, a, you don't immediately form an image? Hmm. Man, my, my, Apple. my mind is almost 100% <laughs> image based. Mm-hmm. He's telling the truth. He did. <laughs> how, are you as a, how are you as a reader? I, I read well. But do you like? I mean, do you but do you like it? visualize? Like, do you in your head picture the words, the, the things that are happening? Do you on watch the it words? in your mind? Oh no, 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 I don't. Really? Do you? And you enjoy, yeah. re- but you, but you enjoy reading. Yeah. Th- this guy who couldn't form mental images was a writer, or is a writer. Hmm. <laughs> Even weirder, right? Like, I'd love to does see. Does he him, have people read his books? He's like, I would love to see him draw <laughs> something. Oh, that's a good. Point. You know what, though? Maybe it's because that might actually work out well for him because he's used to. You have to explain take, everything, right? right like yeah. taking everything, because um, because he just makes a list of like a beach would be like uh, it has sand, it has water, it has sky, right? Like he would almost like itemize the things that a beach would have. So that could actually be a great skill for a writer, right? Reader, I don't you, know. You don't take anything for granted. It's like you feel like you really have with your words. You have to really paint the whole picture, right? Like you're not in, you're not picturing it in your head and being like, "Yeah, people will just get this." Right. You the way you convey the whole thing is through your itemization. Huh. I wonder how he came to that conclusion. Like how he like, realized that. He yeah. How that was the how the realization came that? about? Like what conversation? Like it's, it's that? in the article. Like, I'll send it to you. It's right. really really interesting. That's, yeah, that's weird. That someone's like, oh, "Are you picturing that?" And he's like, "No." Wait. So when you guys read, you actually think? Oh yeah, I yeah, you like everything. watch it while you read. In your brain, really? Yeah, for me, it's like a movie the whole time. Yeah, it's yeah, great. like I never figure out how any of, like, uh, for example, I'm reading the Expanse series by uh, S. A. Corey. Yeah, it's like James S. A. Corey, I think. Uh, it's now on the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, it occurred to me to as I was reading the uh, Nemesis games today, there's like uh, I James really, S. A. Corey. Yep. Yeah. I, oh, like he he talks about the ships you all know, the time. That's two authors. Yeah, yeah. It's a single it's, pen name for two authors. That's 
That's great. Is that their like ship name? Hey, it might be. Didn't even occur to me. And it deals with a lot of ships. And they talk about the ships all the time. <laughs> and it never occurred to me. It's like, I don't know what that looks like. I like I have no I don't even bother to try and form an image of what they describe. Like they'll talk about it. It's like, oh, the ship is looks like that. I don't even bother. There are um there are actually books that I will stop reading if I can't visualize what they're trying to talk about. So there's this um this book that I've tried like four times probably to get into it. I've started it and gotten frustrated and had to put it down called The Quantum Thief, where it's this story that's it's so obsessed with coming up with these like crazy sci-fi scenarios that it almost like forgets to tell the story and I can't mm. picture half the stuff that it's trying to tell me. And it'll just like throw in some weird detail and be like, well, well no, I'm out. Like I just, I can't reconcile the words with like a, a, some, oh, any kind of picture, picture in my head. It ruins so. the immersion of the book. It absolutely yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Anyway. Um, by the way, uh, the, the badger bear dog space is ready. See, isn't oh. he cute? Oh, there he is. He's so cute. Oh, he looks so dignified. He looks like Ori. He does look like Ori. Maybe this is what happens to Ori in the future. He goes out and conquers the universe. And gets slightly less cute. Well, you know, he just I got mean, older. <laughs> age happens. finds us all. Yeah, you can't does. be a puppy forever. But yeah, so that's um. You, you, sh- you guys should see like the, you should see like the birds and stuff. It's like a bird with like four eyes. Maybe it's six eyes. It's crazy. The six eyes and uh, and like living fungus with like little arms, but like no <laughs> eyes. Well, all fungus is living, right? Well, yeah, but I mean like sentient fungus. Oh, okay, that's crazy. ambulatory. If, if the fungus, like, between my toes is sentient, oh. we've got some issues. Yeah. It's like, why do you kill me? I have a right to live. Right. Do you think athlete's foot treatment is now murder? Uh, well, I mean, technically, you're killing something living. But, you know, I murder a lot of things on a given day. There you go. <laughs> Typical, <laughs> Ryan. Microbes. I mean, I just tried to kill a fly. 99.9% of bacteria. Yeah. Washing my hands. Oh, every time. Billions. Die. Billions. Die. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, pick up the little hand sanitizer. I'm like, I'm Hitler. <laughs> Gross. Oh, here comes Hitler again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. He's got the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that 1% will tell the story. 0.01%. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, uh... I'm I'm trying to load up a new story I want to talk about, but of course our Wi-Fi. What's the new story? Fucking work. Because um, my Wi-Fi works great. The Titanfall Two rumors. Ooh. Oh yes. Uh, I don't remember them off the top of my head. I was hoping to reference it, but I, if I recall properly, there were some leaks that said that there may be a grappling hook and a release by the end of this year. There were indeed. I have patch- heard that before that it might release. Uh, in in this hook. year, which would be awesome. Mm-hmm. You think that's just how they couldn't figure out a way to take the uh, movement system they've already got any further without adding in something like that? I thought the movement system was already really fluid. I really like it. That's what I'm saying. I like, it's, it's basically maxed for what they could do with a person just running on foot. Yeah, but I don't see why they, they would have needed to, to tweak that. I felt like it was already really good. I guess maybe in certain situations where you were like at the bottom and wanted to get to the top, and instead of having to do one of those things where you like had to run around several walls to kind of get up, you could just go beep. But other than that, yeah, most of their maps were really good about providing several levels and easy ways to to change levels. I mean, that could be a huge difference in gameplay, though. Yeah, like adding a new movement like that. I wonder if you could actually like uh, Empire Strikes Back a um, uh, uh, mech now. Or a oh, Titan. Yeah. You have your little grappling hook. Oh, you run like wrap it like, around? Really interesting, Whee! actually. Oh, I thought you meant like wrap it all the way around. That, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Both yeah, you, of those. You could set up a trap like you coordinate with several people and <laughs> everyone throw their grappling hook out at the same time. Yeah, and make it like a, a trip hazard. That'd be more like Ewoking it. Love it. That's, that's Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so um, I guess the rumor is saying that it could be out October, but the thing about that that makes me question it a little bit is that that's when Battlefield 1 comes out. And also being an EA title, why would they put them in the same month? Yeah, I mean, granted, they reach slightly different audiences, but that one Venn, is World War One and that, one that, is Max. Uh, but that Venn diagram overlaps enough that it doesn't yeah. seem like they'd want to do that. It'd be a bad move. I would think that, like, it would make more sense if they just aim for holiday season with Titanfall, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, well, holiday now starts September. Well, so they've got that actual. You know, um, like, let's aim for like November. I'm, I imagine that they'd want to keep it far enough away from Call of Duty, especially because Call of Duty is now going futuristic-y 
Yeah, no one cares about Call of Duty. We dislike YouTube videos ever. Dude, can I just say that that's one of the craziest upsets I've seen? Remember the last time a Battlefield title came out? I'm talking about <clears throat> Battlefield Five or Battlefield Four, by the way, not not um, Hardline, which I don't count as a core game in the series. It was built by. Well, it's Visceral. like it's like Bad Company, you know, it's yeah. like you no know, offset. Um, but everyone was so so down on Battlefield 4 mm-hmm. so down on it it was like it seemed like death of the franchise bad it was so I mean remember they had to stop working on DLC just to try and make their game work like three months after it had come out yeah it was really it was a disaster bad. yeah and um I mean I I don't know I've like I'm actually looking forward to Battlefield 1 I feel like it looks really cool but I also feel like people's memories can be a little bit short granted the Battlefront launch went well so, fingers crossed that there have been some improvements there. I mean, but it didn't. It didn't. Like, it was really successful. I mean, they definitely launched and it worked. But then there were still a lot of people that were upset about the, the lack of depth. Yeah, sure. They, they totally threw uh, the Force Awakens under the yeah, bus for did. that uh, recently. Yeah. Saying that that was the reason that they had no campaign in that game. Oh, please. Ooh. I seem to recall Peter Moore saying... He was quoted as saying, nobody wants that stuff anyway. Ooh. It's a good quote. That's he, a he good was, thing to have. Well, I'll look up the exact quote because the exact <laughs> quote is even better than that. Listen to the guy with a GTA tattoo. That yeah. guy knows what he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> it was was a, G- it's kind of an interesting comparison was it, there. Isn't Halo, it was a Halo tattoo, right? He had a GTA tattoo first, didn't he? I think it was a fake tattoo. Peter Moore tattoo. Wait, hold on. Let's look up, let's look up let's, all yeah, of Peter Moore's tattoos. Yeah, let's get a full rundown. Uh, I think it's an interesting comparison, though, between Overwatch and Battlefront because uh, Overwatch, I feel like it actually priced itself correctly for not having a single player. I think you're correct. They released it for 40 bucks. At least it was 40 bucks on the PC. It may have been. There's, yeah, because there's, there's the two versions mm-hmm. on PC. There's the core one and then there's the origin version. But on console, I think it is 60 Is it still 60 I on? think it might be, yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, I just had Jeff pay for it, so I'm think, not sure. Because yeah. I think on console <laughs> right now, only the origin pack is available. Okay. Uh, I'm going to check that while we're talking about it. But yeah, because okay. no, I definitely bought it on the PC for 40 So it does look like Peter Moore's Halo tattoo was real, but his Grand Theft Auto tattoo looks like it might be fake. Okay, so um, the, and the, the quote from Peter Moore is, um, very few people actually play the single player on these kinds of games. That's what the data points to. Yeah. Well, he's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, like we talked about this before, how you could look at people's service records in Halo. And you could see, you know, like what campaigns it's completed. True, but and- keeping in mind that, I mean, that the first Battlefront games were so long ago that it's almost hard to use that data. It sounds to me like they were using Battlefield data to justify decisions for Battlefront. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah, he was just talking about like games with single player and multiplayer in general. But even if they had done a, like a single player type thing like they had done in Battlefront 2 way back in the day, all that was was just... It was basically it was cut scenes it was basically between stuff with AI. the same gameplay. Right. Like it was the exact same thing. So I mean, mm-hmm. people would have been mad about that. You know, they would have complained. You know, because I mean, it's not, it's not like stuff like the first Titanfall didn't do that. Titanfall had a campaign, but it was just the exact same as the single player, as the multiplayer. It did. Yeah, oh, with right, cutscenes yeah. in between. Right, right, that's exactly yeah. what it was. It was. It was not good. But you know what? Also, that's all I want for Overwatch. Yes, I, I just really? just give me that, and I would totally play it. I just don't want to deal with people. Well, I, you know, Battleborn had a very successful version of that. To be honest, well, successful, I don't know, but it it was fun to play. It was fun. Yeah, I admit, yeah, that was really good. But Overwatch, I would love some sort of just after seeing like all the shorts that have come out about the characters, it really makes you want some type of gameplay that you can do to kind of expand on them. You want something personality bit. driven. Yeah, like because mm-hmm. some of the characters are so interesting after you watch those shorts. I wonder if they're. I mean, they sort of. Uh, well, not they. Valve sort of did something similar with. Team Fortress in the sense the that meet they, the like what some right, names, right they really developed the, the personalities of the characters after the fact and they didn't do anything with it which is a weird kind of trend for Valve like they seem to pioneer things and then not follow through I feel like a lot of the stuff that Valve does is almost like a tech demo for yeah the stuff they're building so um, those I felt like were for you know they had that like movie maker SFA uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah there we go. Um, the the source filmmaker and I feel like those were almost like a tech demo for source filmmaker more than a project that they felt inherently had value just for itself and that they could build on. Right. They had no interest in building on that further. They just wanted people to use filmmaker. Right. But also like the meet those was really just an introduction to here's what the character does and maybe a little backstory. The Overwatch ones, there are some characters that are like related to each other. They have vendettas Who against each related? other. Who is related? 
Kenji uh, and Hanzo. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler uh, for okay. the game with no story. Yeah. Okay, actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and like so there's people who yeah, they have all this backstory and you know, just history with each other, mm-hmm. but then that's not gonna get expanded on at all. Like well, unless even- they add something that that adds it. Adds a bit of lore to it. You remember back in the day, they did um, when Viva Pinata came out. They had like Viva Pinata the game, then Viva Pinata the TV show. Oh God! Yeah, I would actually care about an Overwatch TV show. Oh, a lot of people would. Maybe they're really so. Well. They said something interesting actually when the Soldier seventy six one came out the other mm-hmm. day. They said this is the final uh, short for this season. They did. Oh. Like it was a very specific, you know, verbiage that they use, which made me think that they're really going to expand it. Maybe you know they are testing the waters for something more long form down the road i'd dig it man mm-hmm. i'd be all about it maybe like i'll be one of those people that never plays the the game don't care about it whatever love overwatch anyway I, can I, you do that you can, you can like something sure. that you don't play right well there's no i mean the game itself advances the story not at all so sure you if you wanted to just get the dis- distillation of the story and watch it as basically just the extracted cutscenes, why not i mean Nothing changes based on what you do in the game. Maybe you can take Sonic Boom's time slot on TV. There you go. <laughs> what would make me nervous about like an Overwatch show is they have so many characters. Though less than some games of this type would have. Right, but there's still there's still a good amount. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 20 or so. It's a good... Uh, 21, I think. Was yeah, so, uh, like, if they made a show, there's no way that everybody could get the screen the screen time that they deserve. No, they wouldn't get equal screen time. Tracer would be on there ninety percent of the time. She, I feel like she's kind of the front woman for this game. Right? Oh, definitely. I mean, she's, she's on all the cover. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and like, well, she was one of the very first characters ever shown too when they mm-hmm. announced the game, right? Yeah, I remember that. Oddly enough, I remember that because Meg's first comment was, "I know who I'm cosplaying." <laughs> <laughs> There's um I, I love oh, but I feel like all of the I love Soldier seventy six so much all of the characters they they've done a very good job like of building out the backstory and <sighs> giving them all distinct looks uh, and distinct you know styles to them distinct right. looks and yet they're cohesive within the universe which is which is like it, it seems like that's a tough balance to strike but they did so good mm-hmm. I love all so one of the characters I do like. Like I said, I try to play whatever needs to be played for any given round. And so every now and then, if we need defense characters, I'll play Bastion. Mm-hmm. And I love how much everyone fucking hates Bastion. Oh, I hate Not him. anymore, yeah. man. He's been countered hard. Right. People, I mean, he's always been easily counterable. But mm-hmm. during the the beta, it was like I was always see him like, oh, why mm-hmm. the fuck does he always get play of the game? Like, I'm going to try the character. I was like, oh, okay. People this just, is why. People just yeah. don't know how to, how to stop him. I, I could mow everybody down. Yeah, I ran into a Genji the other night that was so good at baiting me. He would like throw one ninja star, so I'd refocus on him and then just activate his deflection and kill me immediately mm-hmm. with my own bullets. Mm-hmm. I, I did it like three times. I couldn't unlearn shoot at that guy. Yeah, I, it's yeah. like anytime I see him as Bastion, <laughs> I always have to stop myself. Like, stop shooting, stop. Mm-hmm. It's so counterintuitive. There was a because <laughs> most of the time you're just holding down the mouse button and winning the game. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. We played it the other day. We did a let's play and. uh just crushed. Oh like, yeah, achievement we hunter, shockingly like, did very well. What? We didn't yeah, lose. A, we didn't know, lose a right? single game. Like, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> like, do you do you think it was of benefit that you guys were all in the same yes, room and communicating? Absolutely. That is why we won. Because that's one of the things that I do hear about this game. Like the, the counter argument from a lot of people when I'm saying I don't really want to do get into the multiplayer is they're like, oh, well, it's not like you have to talk to your teammates. You it's do. true. You can, uh, you, you can don't play the game to, and not, yeah. not have to communicate. That's, you can read the game. It, that's one of the good things about the way the game flows is you can easily read the game in most cases without having to actually talk to people. Like, you can see what's going on. Right. But, but to have it seems it just like you like, have a huge advantage if you do it's talk. It's so Definitely good. Doesn't. Just to have, you know, Jack say, you know, oh, Michael, you're hurting. Back up. Like, yeah. I'm around the corner. And then someone else runs in to take it. Like, everybody hearing where everyone is and calling out all the enemies mm-hmm. and stuff. It was just like, we were Teamwork. destroying them. But then Bastion rolled up. Or Bastion. I don't know how they say yeah, it. Which, whichever one. I call him Bastion. Bastion yeah. rolled up. You're on, you're sat down in the corner and killed every one of just us. Plowed <laughs> us. Mm-hmm. We just, weren't ready for that. No one saw him just in the corner. We and that still was won. the play of the game. Just but yeah, no, that was because that match there was like three bastions. Yeah, on on defense. I mean, that was that was the first time we really had to overcome that sort of thing. Is we were attacking a point and there was two bastions and a Torgerberg or whatever his name is. Torbjorn. Torbjorn. There you go. Torbjorn. It's another one of my favorites. So it was just Turret City. Uh, 
basically. Yeah. Uh, and that was before I figured out how to use Genji to counter that. So uh, at the time, though, we didn't have a sniper. So I switched over to a sniper and was able to just pick them off from the back of the room. It's mm-hmm. like... There's so many ways to work around it, but that's the strength of the game, I guess. Yeah, the surprising Bastion is surprisingly squishy. I mean, he can heal oh, himself, yeah. but it's like if, if you, he cannot stay in one place too long, Mm-mm. he's got to always just like be set down, shoot, then get up and move because then you know they're going to come after when you. When they know where yeah. you are, then they're just going to pop you and you won't ever see them. Right. Mm-hmm. And that sniper being able to highlight people through walls for your entire team is brutal. Yeah, and I, th- I think, so normally I have a lot of trouble playing sniper class type characters because, you know, it's like you have this big gun and then you use like switch and typically like your second weapon's like a handgun or something. Yeah. But I really like um, Black Widow as a sniper in that game because like you're, primarily your gun is like an assault rifle yep. and then like your alternate fire is like it zooms out. When you out, zoom in, it, it becomes, becomes like, a sniper. Yeah, yeah, a sniper rifle. It's, it's a really good mechanic, I think. And she's got the grapple hook, which is awesome. So like yeah, she's all poison mobility. Trap. The poison trap's yeah. great, yeah. The charge up is I I don't I don't like that mechanic usually with sniper rifles. I don't like it with her either, but it I mean I understand why it's there. It doesn't. I mean same thing with Team Fortress. You have to you used to have to when you were sniping hold down the button and but you know, all right, you can fire it faster and have less powerful or you can charge it and get a good shot, but that's not typically how I like to snipe. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's better than just having a slow rate of fire with a constant true. max power. You know, That's I would rather point. have the option to to throw out a weaker bullet you know if I need to. You sold me on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, Variable rate of to, fire. That you was easy. To, yeah. He had to contextualize it in a way that, that made it make sense. And you Gus did. the salesman. Mm-hmm. Well done. What, can I, what do I have to do to put you in a Black Widow today? Yeah. So I, I could probably talk about that game all day. Uh, well, but we have other stuff to talk about, though. Oh, yeah? Like... Oculus. Yeah, I was gonna say we should I mean, probably address it. This wouldn't game. be the patch if we didn't bring up VR. I mean, how did Ryan phrase it on the patch notes? Um, hold on, it says um, the train wreck that is the Oculus release, <laughs> which I read and <laughs> and thought, thank God I don't like th- just as long as it's being brought up because God damn it, guys! I was working on the document when you opened it up and I could see you typing. I was like, uh oh, Ryan's mad. So what's wrong with the Oculus? You know, it's not that I'm mad. Well, so the most recent development that's been a big issue, it's it's that I, uh, my problem with it right now is I don't want to see VR go the way of other attempts at VR right now. And I think it's got a pretty good foothold if they can just not mess each other up. So the the big problem at the moment, I mean, aside from, you know, we've got hardware shortages to be expected. Uh, We've got, you know, still still finding its feet in terms of games, all that stuff. But... What's happening now is that um, Oculus Rift's new update added a form of DRM. Mm-hmm. Uh, previously, the idea was that, um, and they and they've said this repeatedly, was the idea that they don't want to make a walled garden, they don't want it to be closed off, they just want to, you know, you you buy your Oculus Rift games through the Oculus Rift storefront, but then. What you do with it after that is totally open. They want to play nice. They want to really embrace the world of VR and the entire ecosystem. And then they add a bunch of VR so that you can't play those games with a Vive. Here's the thing, though. They, so they've said from the beginning that, yes, they, well, and when I say they, I mean, I'm talking about the, the typical mouthpieces for Oculus, like Palmer and... Uh, mostly uh, mostly Palmer. Ma- ma- mainly him, yeah. I mean, he's, he's been their, their primary means of communication for a long time. But, yeah, they wanted an open... VR ecosystem where people could come and, and go with different headsets and still be able to, to work together because open VR is how you build VR. Uh, but they've also all along oh. really said that they... Quick note, yeah. everyone says... She's called Widowmaker, bro, not Black Widow. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, that's who you were talking about. Widowmaker. <laughs> I was like, I'll get into Black Widow I thought, any day. I thought, there was another yes. car- I thought there was another character called Black Widow that, <laughs> I, <laughs> that I hadn't played as yet. My uh, bad. So, I was like, Black Widow sounds I, awesome. I was with you. Yeah. I knew what you were talking so about. Thanks, uh, thanks, Grinning Moose 89. Yeah, oh, you're on top of it today, Grinning yeah. Moose. Um, so, and they, while they've always said they wanted an open ecosystem, they've also always said that they were going to have platform or Oculus exclusives. So realistically, they've been telling us from the beginning that there's no way that they could have an Oculus exclusive without putting in some kind of DRM check. Although to lock that it also to an Oculus. ostensibly just means that it's developed exclusively for Oculus. The thing is, each of the True. headsets uh, have their own advantages and disadvantages, like the things mm-hmm. that they work better for. Oculus, for example, especially at this time, is made for a sit-down experience. It's traditional gaming with a controller, um, just with a VR headset. Mm-hmm. 
to help you see. Whereas Vive, most of the experiences that I've had with Vive, at least, have been made with the idea of standing, turning around in a real space using the, what do they call the lighthouses now? The lighthouses. Lighthouses. lighthouses? Okay. Who knows if they change? Like, people change names all the time. They do. Um, But uh, with the lighthouses, so it's made for a standing and moving around experience. uh, And the two... Like, the moving between them may not always be seamless, so you can see, like, I could see issues for a game that was developed exclusively for Oculus with the Vive, potentially, just not not using to their fullest advantage, etc. Mm-hmm. But it also seems like it would be made exclusively for Oculus, like, with, with that in mind, yeah. but... Walled Garden is against what they said they were going to do. It is. And so uh, they, there was a, a guy that developed a program called Revive that would actually allow you to use your Vive on Oculus Home. So there had been several people that had used this program and had basically started using and purchasing things on Oculus Home that are now locked out of it. But, again, up until this point, he'd been avoiding breaking their DRM in it with his, his Revive software uh, because he didn't want to support piracy. And breaking the DRM would basically open up to piracy much easier. Now that they've forced him to go further with it, uh, he has successfully broken the DRM, at least for, at the time, last I checked, for Unreal Engine games. So anything that's Unreal Engine, you can now play, and that includes opening the door to piracy. So they've not only have they angered a lot of their audience... They've made it so that, again, if he hadn't done it, someone else would. But they've made it so that someone had to break their DR. Mm-hmm. Where before they didn't. Like, they could have sold things to people on the Vive. The which two was, infrastructures are not different enough to really make it matter which one you're on, to be honest. Which is what their consumer promise kind of was. It was. The open VR was what they promised. Uh, and it's just, it's, they're having a real hard time with PR between not being able to, to deliver, to promising you know certain shipping options and then backtracking on it not being able to upgrade your shipping options not being able to deliver units uh, we did finally get ours yep so I yep. would like to just briefly say that uh, my experience with it is as compo- compared to the Vive uh, the microphone and the speaker the headphones that are attached to it are really good uh, they said that it sounds really really good I'm I'm happy with that part of it I didn't know that I would be. I was assumed it would just be easier to put headphones on or off if I wanted, but uh, it's it's pretty quality addition to the headset. It's lighter, it's cooler. The padding is not as good, so it does hurt your face a little bit more uh, in some ways if you don't adjust it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a retractable system built into the headset, which is pretty cool that I like. Could be, is that like. to support glasses? Uh, I, I haven't tried it with glasses. I feel like it might be harder to use with glasses than the Vive. Okay. Um, but there's room in there. I mean, obviously, it was built with that in mind. Uh, that being said, it also has... It's like a barn door effect, whereas the Vive, you have a much opener peripheral vision. Uh, it You got kind of like a... Opener. Opener, just, more just open. Let, it, let, him keep, let him keep going, it's fine. Much wider. Uh, it's got kind of a barn door effect where you get like a top and a side where you can you're just aware of a frame that sucks it's not bad but it's definitely like oh yeah i see that like it's there mm-hmm. uh and the god rays are as bad as people have said which Bummer. if you're not familiar and you've got a vibe so you won't i do have a vibe yeah uh and it is something i have not seen in a vibe but basically in a darker scene if you have something light like say there's just like loading in text on a black background the, there are rays that come. It's it's because of the optics and because of the contrast that shoot out of the lighter area into your eyes. It's it's hard to explain hmm. unless you've seen it. But it I mean it is like a god ray, like a light shaft. You've right, seen right, a game, right. Yeah, yeah. Only coming out of the screen and into your eyeball. And I'm it's not great. You and giving you superpowers. It's well, it does half of that. Uh, <laughs> so I, I tried actually using virtual desktop has a a theater mode setting. So I watched just to kind of test out how it would feel. I threw up Deadpool on virtual desktops theater. It, it, it looks like you're sitting in a movie theater. And it within 10 minutes, it was just like the, the God rays coming off of it were just made it not unwatchable. Hmm. That's just, a bummer. It is. And it doesn't show up in a lot of things. I mean, uh, I was able to... You, Lucky's Tale was... You don't even see them. They're, it's like they're not there. A lot of the... the uh, actually, 
I don't know if it's a it's a weird thing where they they knew they had the problem, so they things that they developed in house they were able to configure for better and just draw back the contrast. Because in like Dream Deck, they've got some awesome experiences in Dream, in Dream Deck, and you don't see What's it at Dream all. Deck? Dream Deck is just a bunch of like very short vignettes that are uh, to give you some kind of a presence thing. Like there's a, I showed it to Jeff earlier, but there's like a, a dinosaur walks over your head, and there's one oh, where you're right, in a right, submarine. Yeah. They're just really short little experiences. Uh, I will say that when you're not seeing the God Rays, the screen on the Oculus, I think, feels a little bit better because they've focused more of the pixels into a smaller area. That's partially why you get the barn doors, in, but also why it doesn't bother me as much because I, I feel like there's a higher pixel density in what you look at. So it looks realer. It looks realer until it doesn't. Realer. Well, you know, it's, it's more. <laughs> She's speaking wider, my language. Until the god like whatever it, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so we, you know, we both, Brian and I both pre-ordered it and uh, have been waiting for it. you call him Brian? It was Brian. close. Okay. It was close. Uh, right, I, yeah. I had a stroke. <laughs> and uh, mine got in first, but I graciously gave it to Ryan. Yeah, and no, he got his in, and he still hasn't given it back. <gasps> we we have two there. oculi in you, our room You gave right it now. to us because you said you didn't have anywhere yeah, to put it. Yeah, and I said, when yours it. gets here, give, give me that one. Okay. I don't want to give you that sitting, one. <laughs> yeah, sitting over here, waiting, no oculus. Yours has a problem. You're going to have to. What? All right, so... Uh-oh. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> One of the uh, the ways that the, the Oculus determines your orientation is that it's got a sensor in it that's supposed to tell it where down is. Yours is about ten degrees off. Oh, you mean yours is about ten degrees no, off? I mean, I mean yours, Mine is still in brand new in a box and hasn't been opened. I can't I can't send it back because I don't have your order number. Uh, so or I need to con- to contact support. We have to have your order number. This is, I looked it up. There's been a few people that had this issue. Uh, it may be as simple as a tool that will realign because it's, it's stupid if there's not a software way to fix this. And it, it, your device works perfectly. The only difference is that your plane of vision you is just slightly Have you tried slanted. percussive maintenance? Not yet, but I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I didn't want to break Gus's. It's a technical tap, and uh, it's yours. <laughs> Man, out of everything that you've said about the Ryan, so you far, now have it. Oh, is that oh, what my damn. beep was? Okay. Nice. Um, I'll see what I can get taken care of. You know, yeah, because like you said, I have a Vive, and so out of everything you've said about the Oculus, the thing I'm most jealous of is the microphone. The microphone on it sounded really good. That's the like, Vive microphone, I haven't done a test with it native. Like, I've heard it in VoIP, but I haven't actually just tried to get a clean microphone. No, no good. Does not sound good. Mm, uh, I, I mean, it will... What, what makes me jealous about it is for people like us who want to record... You know, like it, it's a really easy way to have your voice recorded while mm-hmm. you're doing gameplay. Like, just have a mic right there, and not need any external things. Um, the Vive will probably be okay for what it's built for, which is communicating with other people in a multiplayer situation. But for any type of recording, the quality on it is really bad. That's a shame. Yeah, which uh, it's a real shame. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if the Oculus for people like us who are recording and probably yelling really loudly while doing it. Uh, I, I haven't tested its maximum range. But yeah, I mean that's something we should definitely test and yeah. see how it see how it holds up. It's a, uh, I mean the the I haven't tested myself. I know it has levels, so I, I know the the one that's worked. I've just listened to a couple other people have recorded samples, and they all sounded really good. Now it could be that they did some amazing post processing on it to trick me, but I can't imagine like, there would be any reason to do. There's that. certain things you can't fix. That's true. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you got shitty audio, it's yeah. hard to mm-hmm. make it sound decent. Uh, so yeah, long story short. It's prettier in the times where it's, it is, and it's uglier in the times where it's not. Yeah, I mean, I think at the moment, I'm kind of cooling on Oculus, because I don't like... Like, right now, VR is at a point where it kind of needs to be as inclusive as possible. It's There's a very high barrier to entry uh, in terms of cost, as well as uh, technology, like the technology that you need to be able to support it. It's like it's already hard enough. Yeah. We need as many people as possible playing as many VR games as possible to help drive development of additional VR experiences. It seems like a bad time to go setting up a walled garden. Yeah, it's unfortunately this is exactly the nightmare scenario when Facebook bought Oculus that people imagined. And so can I poke people in VR yet? That's my nightmare oh, scenario. Oh, it'll, it'll happen. I mean, There'll just be a vest you can wear with like yeah. little sensors on it, and every now and again one will <laughs> just go in. Right in the nipple. And it's like, ah. That'll get your attention. Fuck. Brian I'm, I'm interested. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still just waiting on... Thanks, Russ. In terms of Russ. VR and game development and all that, I mean, how long do you think it will be before there is like a full 
campaign game in VR? I'd say the closest couple right now are, uh, and I haven't played it that far in, but uh, they seem like they're aiming that direction with uh, it's it, Call of Ga- it's like Starseed Call of Galaxy or something. I, it's a like puzzler. the Zelda E one. There's one that's like that. You fight skeletons and stuff. No, no, no. Oh, that's a, that's like a dungeon crawler. Uh, okay. This one's it's is more akin to like a puzzler, like a myth, I think. Um, uh, and budget cuts, I think, is is pretty close. Oh yeah, when yeah, it yeah. comes out. I mean, even that, it's still yeah. So we're still waiting on the full game of that. Yeah, yeah, because all the games so far are built to be pretty much 20 minute experiences at a uh-huh. time, you know, something like that, like Job Simulator. Although my which favorite is one of the one, best games. One of my favorite one is probably Vanishing Realms at the moment. Vanishing Realms. Yeah, yeah. That's the, like, that's the one. Like that's a skeleton. Zelda, that's the one. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the yeah, like the Zelda style dungeon crawler, which I love. I love it was so easy to figure out the teleporting. Yeah. Like teleporting great great great. Um I was a little bit overenthusiastic on the the sword slashing. May or may not have put some dents in my wall. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I'm terrible at the sword fighting in that. Oh I just so can't bad. figure it out. I haven't tried so that bad. yet. Is it good? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's the first one for me that really helped. Like, I, I forgot about the world outside. Completely uh-huh. forgot about it. Didn't care what an idiot Immersion. I looked like because I was like just going back and forth like uh-huh. crazy. Um, and also, at one point, you go, you can go out on this promontory to like a little sort of um, Ooh, promontory a promontory mm-hmm. uh, and Frenetic. you can just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can look up and around and that was one of those that was one of those oh moments for me mm-hmm. where I just wanted to like sit down on the floor in our computer room and chill out on you know and under the night sky in this fantasy realm for a while mm-hmm. it was awesome yeah. So I have that's, done that's that. That's one of the first games that I, I that really got me. It's like, still funny to me, like how the second you put the the headset on, you don't like the the concern about looking like an idiot fades away. The concern about like <laughs> other people it's being true. there it's and all you, that. Like it blocks out the sight of all those people. It's almost like I feel like we need a new word for immersion because we talk about immersive games for normal stuff where it's like you're looking in through a window of a monitor. This is a whole new level. You yeah. are in there. You are yeah. there. Yeah, like you're not just like su- suspending disbelief. You're not focusing really hard on this one area to try to like tune out everything else. Everything else is gone. It's so cool. <laughs> it's it's like the the lab, right? Yeah, for, yeah. For the vibe. Uh, like cats walked into our front room before and I'm literally sitting on the <laughs> ground because I'm like in a field in Ireland is <laughs> one of the things. Oh, you're doing the... Yeah, uh, and I'm just like... <sighs> like, it, like you have a little robot dog that you can throw sticks and he'll go get them and come back yeah. and you can pet him. Serenity now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm there. Yeah, I'm yeah, at this place. Uh, by the way, the one, I was, the name of the game I was looking for is The Gallery, Episode 1, Call of the Star Seed. Yeah, see, it's yeah, got like seven one, names. Yeah. yeah, that's that's about six too many. It's six six names too many? Too many? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is six names too many. They could have just called Star Seed. We'll stick with one. I like Starseed. It's yeah. evocative. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Plus, it sounds like maybe Star even Q. provocative. Oh, and it sounds like Stardew. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're we're almost out of time. Believe it or not, we spent most of our time talking about Overwatch. Nah, yeah, that, what? Will, that will happen. No. I do want to mention. Very excited. There is a Fruit Ninja movie in the works. Oh my god! What? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't hear about this? A movie? No. A, movie. a full feature length. No, I mean, I no. I get the feeling it's one of those things where the rights have been optioned and someone is like, okay, cool. But whether we actually see that movie, I'm I mean, I'm hoping that it hasn't got farther than than option. There's not much known about the project, but it will be a family comedy and it will be live action. Oh God, I was just about to ask. Starring is it Jack animated? Black. Mm-hmm. The game, which follows a group of ninjas intent on ridding the world, oh. Kevin, J- Kevin, Kevin James, James. Uh, intent on ridding the world of well, fruit, has little to no narrative aspect. Neither studio have announced plans for what the storyline may consist of in this adaptation. I'm gonna guess slicing fruit. No, I'll guess. I'm, my guess is that there's gonna be one scene where someone's training to be a ninja, and they're like, "Here, slice this fruit. fruit," and then that will be the payoff fruit. of the whole no, title. Dude works for like it. a Jamba Juice. Ah. And he gets attacked oh. by ninjas, and then he has to leverage the power of blenders. Fruit. It's well, you know, it. he was he also studied kung fu or nin- ninjutsu, and uh, then yeah, they they are lobbing <laughs> apples at him. Their <laughs> yeah. only weapon, all the offensive weapons, are the things they find in the Jamba Juice. 
Perfect. Ah, okay. Final scene of the movie. Sold. Bad guy's like down on his knees and the guy's going, ah, and his head turns into a watermelon <laughs> in, his, in his vision. He's like, I know this. Yeah, and you I've see like this. watermelon pulp this. and yeah. spray everywhere. Disgusting. God damn. Uh, yeah, so we have all of that to look forward yeah. to. Also, um, some of the earlier reviews of the Warcraft movie have leaked. Um, I guess the embargo is mm. next week, but uh, the movie came out in France, and so some places like Variety put out their reviews early. They just went, eh, we don't believe in embargoes. Um, and movie people, not really liking it. Apparently Game people still seem it, to be yeah. really happy about it. They're like, yeah, really faithful adaptation. And all the movie people are like, this is like the worse than Super Mario Brothers. What? Oh, Which is wow. the meanest I don't know. thing That's that you could say. I don't no, know. That's... Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the film. But I can't imagine it would be that bad. Right? What was this? the last good video game adaptation? Has there, there ever been one? We're looking for um, there, yeah. Tomb Raider? <laughs> Tomb Raider was... Uh, okay. Uh, that's that's the one everyone X vs. Sever. Everyone's oh my god, I love X vs. Sever. <laughs> that movie was the shit. I never actually saw that one. I saw oh my it in god, the theater. it's so great. It's Lucy oh. Liu and uh, Antonio, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> oh yeah. Everything you could want. They have a, Except yeah. For a I, I saw it in the movie theater, well, but I saw it for free. I had a free that's pass. Not the point. Also, something I want to bring up real quick because I yeah. know we're running out of time. Speaking of movies and stuff like that, the movie that never came out that was promised was a Splinter Cell movie. Still waiting. Oh, yeah. When Chaos Theory came out, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, which mm -hmm. was like the third game, maybe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because there was that, there was Splinter Cell, then there was Pandora Tomorrow, and then there was Chaos Theory. And then there was Double Agent. I thought Double, Double Agent, Agent was, was before Chaos Theory, but maybe no, right. no, no, no. no, no. Chaos. no Double Chaos. Agent was where they went like off the rails. Chaos Theory yeah. was, um, as far as I was concerned, like the that's like the peak of Splinter Cell. It was At least awesome. for, in terms of Very multiplayer, good. that was like yeah. the shit. Yeah, that was the one that I like competed in. That was the uh -huh. one that I was really good was at. Was that where they Double started? Double Agent came out and they went from two to two to three v three, and I was like, not nah, too crowded. <laughs> Is that when they started like the mechs versus or mercs versus spies? Uh, that started in two. Okay. Yeah, and but I, it was yeah. refined in three. Ooh. I yeah. had so much fun playing that. That was like one so of the good. yeah one of the Spies first games that you really got into. They did a good like job in Blacklist when Blacklist came out. The Spies versus Marks was really fun in that. You guys yeah. did a couple yeah, of yeah, plays it was. in that. It was yeah. actually a lot of fun. But anyways, it, the teaser was in Chaos Theory. They said Never delivered. coming soon. Splinter Cell. Movie. Michael Ironside. Yeah, I just looked it up on IMDb, and it still says in development with no names attached to it. Yeah, yeah, it's not happening. All right, well we're out of time. So, thanks for watching, everybody. Now you can get back to playing Overwatch, and we will too, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.